0: All right, you guys, we're going to jump in our time machine in just a moment. Uh, We're going to relive some of our favorite daytime TV shows in just a second here. But before we do, I want to welcome you to the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show on this beautiful Friday here on my talk. One oh seven one. I'm Bradley trainer. Colleen will be back on Monday in today with uh, with me is Holly Roberts. And uh, she's no stranger to you. But now, Holly, fire up the time machine. We got to go back. Whoa, that was easy. <coughs> wow, look at all of these delightful fashions that people are wearing.
1: Acid-washed jeans and fanny packs.
0: And crimped hair and uh, spiral perms. Oof! It's
1: a great time to be alive. So
0: we're back in the, you know, mid to late 80s, early 90s. And I thought it would be fun for us to go back in time and relive some of our favorite daytime talk shows. By the way, give us a jingle if you want to join the conversation. 651 641 1071, if something pops into your head memory wise, or you can drop us a line on the Twitter or email. We were talking last uh segment about the end of Jerry Springer. But that earlier this morning got us on a whole conversation about all the other amazing talk shows uh that were out there, Holly. And and then we just got in a YouTube spiral oh. and I thought we need to do this with the audience. So I don't know where you want to begin. We talked about Jerry Springer, but You know, this was a show for me, this daytime talk show, that really, I feel like, taught me everything I needed to know about being, you know, uh, a wee little gay man in the Midwest, uh, in the closet, but yearning for a bigger world with Mm -hmm. crazy people and awesome, you know, giant hair and makeup.
1: Shoulder pads for days.
0: So could you play uh, the beginning of this particular talk show and you know what i'm talking about do you know who i'm talking about the
1: one with the awkward intro yes
0: that one Mm. does this ring a bell It's the Joan Joan Rivers Rivers Show. uh, and It was the Joan Rivers daytime talk show because, of course, she started on late night TV. Then she got her own late night show and then she migrated to daytime television where I thought, frankly, is, you know, that was her sweet spot. Yes. And I used to love watching the Joan Rivers Show. Um, The show aired for five seasons. It ended in 1993. So it literally ended right as uh, I graduated high school and frankly she like what i loved about joan rivers is like she just went all sorts of places like the the cool thing about daytime tv that i think a lot of people forget and feel free to add or subtract from this holly but the the thing that i really think daytime tv gave us in a way that we don't have this experience today we certainly get things from other places is that this was the place where you could see life in ways that you were not allowed to see it anywhere else. So you could see New York club kids. You could see um, you could see and hear from directly transgender people. You could see, of course, there was all of the sort of fringy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to see parts of life that didn't adhere to the sort of cookie cutter, you know, all American, completely white bread existence that many of us grew up with in the Midwest. Yes. Like she was showing us stuff we had never seen before.
1: And it was a way to connect with the outside world. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way about daytime talk shows. Oh, well, and by the way, note the Joan Rivers show intro it's not really aged no, that well you posted
0: that uh, a gif on twitter and it's delightful do you want to tell people why
1: yeah well the intro to the joan rivers show it's fabulous it's a semi-animated fun-filled feature of joan rivers walking out of her fifth avenue apartment and she's gossiping to celebrities bradley because that's what joan rivers does yeah. can, we, can talk? we talk well the first person she asked to talk to is roseanne Barr, and then there's a little game of celebrity telephone and
0: who does roseanne Barr talk to bill cosby yeah it's awkward it's awkward. did not age well okay so from uh the joan Rivers show where do you want to go next in our daytime tv talk show oh time thank machine? you
1: bradley in the daytime talk show time machine from the 1990s we're going to an obscure corner of the world that was occupied by one richard bay richard bay had his very own talk show called the richard bay show <laughs>
0: Dishes. This had to be very 90s because that's um, some 90s music.
1: This was from 1992 to 1996. It was the Richard Bay Show. Obviously, people don't really remember it that much because that's the only audio I could find of it on YouTube. But Richard Bay was fantastic because Richard Bay was sensational. He didn't even try to be serious no, in his he talk. Didn't. Show. I was looking through some of the
0: <laughs> segments you see.
1: Yeah, you know, some of the things that he did, maybe. I correct that. All the things that he Here, did on his talk show. Here's
0: an, here's an example. Blacks who think OJ is guilty versus whites who think he's innocent.
1: He just went there. He Big also...
0: Miss Big Butt.
1: Oh, also Mr. Puniverse. These... <laughs> were beauty pageants that Richard Bay would have on his show, and they were exactly that. Mr. Puniverse oh, God. was a man of uh, maybe smaller stature. He was scrawny, he was skinny, but he won that title. Also, Dysfunctional Family Feuds. Richard Bay didn't last in, into the 90s. His show ended in 1996, but it was always a wonderful, delightful, zany slice of life whenever you sat down. I believe it was on at 10 a.m., on our local Fox station here.
0: Okay, can we listen to uh, the talk show of a woman who I grew up listening to on AM radio and I would listen to her late late at night and I actually would call in occasionally as like a, you know, 12-year-old with very important questions for Sally Jesse Raphael? <laughs> So that's Sally, the Sally Jesse Raphael show. It was a syndicated tabloid talk show hosted by none other than Sally Jesse Raphael. And uh, as I said, she got her start in radio. And that's really where I um, first fell in love with Sally. And then, of course, she went on TV. Um, And she was another one who, like, she kind of found herself, but then she was kind of all over. And then she kind of just petered out because everybody else was doing it. I mean, Sally is one of those people who, you know she's an amazingly talented person, but I don't know that she really stood out. Uh, I mean, certainly she stood out, but when you look fundamentally at the format of her show, there was nothing that allowed her to propel that into, of course, just like Jerry Springer did, you know, the year 2000.
1: No, well, her show actually ended in 2002. I remember that because I, graduated high school that year and i was very sad that all of the geek to chic makeovers Mm. the moffats the the drag queens all of these people were no longer going to have an outlet on my tv at three o'clock every afternoon
0: i wish she was on the i i don't know enough about what she's doing now i know she's on twitter but um i wish maybe she'd be back on the radio she was a really good radio personality that's i i would credit her with being interested that's how i got interested in radio because the notion that you could just sit there and talk about you know, life stuff on the radio and just kind of chat with people. It was this, really cool. It was really cool. Okay. Should we do one more? Um if you guys are just joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're reliving a little bit of daytime talk show history. And we've listened to Joan Rivers theme song, Richard Bay, Sally Jesse Raphael. We've got to do Jenny Jones, don't yeah, we? Of okay. course. All right, let's do it. Oh, that's where you sold it, right there. With the
1: sassy sacks.
0: So I remember um, earlier today when we were talking about this, you were like, there's a theme here. All of these themes have like a sassy sacks.
1: It means I'm ready to talk. Like I'm
0: talking about lady issues Mm -hmm. with my sassy sacks.
1: That's right. It's daytime, ladies. Sit yourself on the couch. Take a break.
0: We could talk about daytime talk shows. Uh, all day basically, right? We didn't even have time to get to Rolanda, Mm -mm. Ricky Lake Gordon Elliott Oh god, so many, but we'll do this again Thanks for uh, going back in the time machine. Should we get back in the time machine and go to 2018? Do we really need to go back? Yeah, we have to go back Let's do it okay so wow all right <laughs> oh look hey it's cheat day friday we made what? it back just in time find yes! out what we stick in our pie holes when we return right here on my talk 107 one every friday we like to put things in our mouth that are not adherent to our daily dietary requirements we call it cheat day friday and we'll tell you what we're putting in our pie hole in just a moment but before we do, I just want to welcome you back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My MyTalk1071. Don't forget to get your cat video uh, tickets because uh, you don't want to be left out in the kitty cat cold uh, for Cat Video Fest. And uh, Holly, I believe they can just head to MyTalk1071.com.
1: Keyword cat. Or you can go to catfestmn.com. And while you're there... Why don't you sit a spell and watch our live kitten cam? Oh, it's so cute. So many kitty cams. Oh, right now they're in their little bed and they're all taking <laughs> a nap.
0: <laughs> okay, let's uh, get naughty, shall we, Holly? <laughs> Dirty, rotten, Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Okay, we're gonna cheat day Friday, every uh, Friday here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We'd like to eat something beyond our dietary uh, obligations to the world. And today... Uh, our Cheat Day Friday experience comes courtesy. Well, it's not courtesy. We paid for it. Yeah. Uh, we took a trip down to actually our good friend Christy took a trip down for us to the Burger King. Yes. Burger King.
1: There's a lot of brown on my plate right now. There is a
0: lot of brown and it's not pancakes. Uh, much to the chagrin of IHOP. Um, there are no pancakes. From no. Burger No. Uh, you can actually get pancakes at breakfast time, but not today. What we are trying is something new on the menu. A couple new things. And um, you'll remember chicken fries, Holly.
1: I remember them, Bradley, because I brought them back to the studio for you and Colleen. Chicken fries. I think there were Cheeto chicken fries at one point in time. But now.
0: Now there are pretzel, crunchy pretzel chicken fries from Burger King. And I threw in a a new uh, burger as well. It's a sourdough experience. What are you making a face about? I'm
1: touching the bun of the sourdough experience
0: (laughs) okay um it's called the sourdough uh i think it's the the one she got was the bacon swiss sourdough king Hmm. i don't see any swiss though so maybe not no anyway
1: i think this might be the rodeo version if there is a rodeo version only because it it looks well there's an onion there's some bacon and there's a type of sauce.
0: Okay. Um, let's try the chicken fries first. These yep. are pretzel chicken fries. Go ahead, All right, Polly. Here's one. stick it in now, your mouth. Now, I'm,
1: I'm going to give a visual analysis please. of this first. Yeah, It is brown. It is crusty. Uh-huh. Now I'm putting it in my mouth.
0: Okay, so brown and crusty in your mouth. That sounds tantalizing. I'm sure most people are watering at their mouth. Um, you can't
1: even tell that it's pretzel.
0: Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Does it taste like chicken even?
1: It, well, it tastes like a chicken product. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. But what? what I'm saying I'm is that if you're looking at the chicken fry, you would have no idea looking at it or tasting it that there was any kind of pretzel element in this
0: food. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer.
1: And we're also eating these dry <laughs> Meaning that we didn't get any dipping sauce with our chicken fries. Usually a nice barbecue sauce would probably go well with this. Maybe a tangy honey mustard experience. But there's nothing in that they fry. Taste,
0: they taste. Um, they taste. They sure do. Like there's a good taste.
1: There's salt.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's what it is. You can taste salt.
1: You can taste salt. Okay. All right. So I, I
0: mean, I'm the, not going to lie. If I had ranch, I would kill these.
1: But that's what I'm saying, Bradley, is that we're eating these chicken fries, these pretzel chicken fries from Burger King on cheat day Friday without a sauce experience. And that's what they need. They are but merely a vessel for whatever sauce you choose to eat.
0: Now we have the sourdough. Can- well, first, how many Cobras? Uh, zero out of five Cobras. How many Cobras do you get the crunchy pretzel chicken fries? I'm
1: going to give that a nice two out of five.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me
1: too. It was food.
0: That's a- <laughs> it was salty. That's a two. That's a two. Uh, now, look, when now I go to Burger up. King, I usually and I want you to put this in your mouth and then we'll talk about okay. it. But um, the next item up for a bit. I'm Bradley Trainer
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...is the Sourdough King, which is a uh, bacon experience that's got some cheese and some sauce, and it's on sourdough bread. But I will say I'm a little miffed because on the website it appears that the sourdough bread is toasted it's not it's like squishy
1: well i think that it has the markings of being unofficially toasted <laughs> but put it in your mouth bradley now this reminds me remember that hardee's used to have the frisco burgers mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. where there was the sourdough and then the meat mm-hmm. and it was uh they had those actually for a long time on the on the hardee's menu so Bradley is currently cramming the burger in his mouth. I mean. The sauce has a little bit of a kick to it.
0: It's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the bun. Yeah. And this just reminds me that when I get a sandwich at Burger King, I usually get a chicken sandwich.
1: And the whole idea behind this burger. The is sauce the no- is good, though. If the sauce is good, but it's the novelty of the bun that they're trying to sell you. Which is pointless. Which is pointless, and that's the It's just
0: kind of chewy. It's not very um, distinct.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm looking at the bun, and it looks to me like they put the grill marks on the bun before they actually warmed it up, meaning it's just an aesthetic. Yeah. The grill is just an aesthetic, just like the burger.
0: Okay. So, chicken fries, (laughs) two out of five. How many Cobras would you give the Sourdough King? 2.5,
1: get rid of the bun and put the meat in my mouth.
0: Yeah, and the bacon Mm -hmm. and the sauce was really good. I'll do the same. I'm I'm just being a follower today. That's
1: that's okay. Mm -mm. That's all right. We can have the same opinions about things. Uh,
0: Again, Burger King's still home to my favorite uh, fast food sandwich, the
1: original
0: chicken sandwich. The long one. The long Oddly shaped, but oh so good. Oh. Crispy. And if, if you get it when it is yeah. fresh made, mm. where it's almost still a little juicy on the inside, get oh. some extra mayo, put a slice of American cheese on there. Oh, okay. Yum. We should have just got that. Anyway. <laughs> but now, that wouldn't have been fun. When we come back, so thanks for playing everyone. Uh, if you want to run out and get one of those items, tell them Colleen and Bradley sent you. And if you want to complain about it, don't. Um <laughs> When we come back, it's douchebag time, which means we've got celebrity D-bags. We want you to find out which celebrities are driving us up a wall and why. And trust me, we got some juicy ones. We have some juicy D-bags upon a return right here on the Colleen and Bradley show today uh, with Holly Roberts. Colleen will be back on a Monday. And don't forget, get your Cat Video Fest tickets. Head to mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. Who made the D-Bag list today? We'll find out in just a moment. Before we do that, though, welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live, doing everything entertainment at mytalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts, who's rolling her eyes over there. How you doing? Pretty good. Okay, good.
1: I just read a headline that made my eyes roll. It's on page6.com.
0: Good. Uh, We'll talk about it later, but right now, let's get to our Lord and Lady D-Bag.
1: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
0: Okay, so Lord and Lady D-Bag goes like this. Uh, We tell you about celebrities that make our eyes roll back in our head. Mm. And uh, there's always celebrities that make our eyes roll. The first of which today is a gentleman by the name of John Travolta. Mm. John Travolta-ing. The reason I picked him today, Holly, is it's actually not so much John Travolta as it is the entirety of celebrity media as an institution uh, and I'll tell you why in just a moment but first, can we listen to a little clip of an interview with John Travolta and uh, in this particular case Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon today's a big day because it's the 40th anniversary of the premiere in New York City today of Greece Amazing. and that's uh, cool how about that, <laughs> how about that? I can't. I mean, also, uh, just the fact that you made grease, I mean, I know you probably talked about it (laughs) a zillion times, but. You're such a great singer in that as oh, well. Oh, thank you. I, I, we just had a karaoke party the other day, and uh, for our nieces, and they're like probably 10 or 12 years old. They all are singing your song and doing you, doing it. <laughs> they're awesome. doing impressions of you. I'm like, it's just uh, not only you're singing, but you're dancing. Obviously, everyone knows you from your dancing as well as your are singing and your acting. But I'm like, the singing knocked oh. me out. The, the dancing, <laughs> the part where you at the end you are with Olivia Newton-John. The four corners. Yeah, the four corners. That's a
1: Well, you know. Like in Pulp Fiction, I grew up with all these kind of novelty dances. So in Greece, uh, they were coming. They needed a step for that. Okay, so you know (laughs)
0: what? I don't even need to listen to the rest of this. So just so you know, he goes on to talk about the four corners, the move. You would totally recognize that it's like boom, boom, boom with hips, 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 but 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 two forward, two back. Anyway, um, and then he and Jimmy Fallon do the thing. Now, look, I know Jimmy Fallon doesn't do deep-dive probing interviews. So that, this wasn't is totally... even
1: inter- that wasn't an interview, Bradley. That was Jimmy Fallon fanboying yes, it all was, over John Travolta. It was
0: Jimmy Fallon just gushing over uh, John Travolta. Now, it would be fine if that was one interview. But throughout this entire sort of press spray, it's not a spray, it's uh, just this press cavalcade... <laughs> <laughs> uh that that John Travolta has been doing to advertise Gotti, which by the way what's the rotten scores or the rotten tomatoes score already Holly
1: it'd be at a nice fat 0
0: so it is a 0% on rotten tomatoes this movie that he's been trying to put out for a decade okay he basically had to pay to get it a, a showing here's the thing the media has the, the celebrity media has been over backwards to give him all of this airtime and not one person has questioned him to my knowledge, please point out if there's otherwise, but you know, the main people uh, that you would expect to see interviews from never ask him the least bit about anything controversial related to his career. And you may say, well, why would you talk about that stuff? Have you paid attention to John Travolta's career over the last uh, 20 years? the tabloid stories um, are rampant. And we've talked about them a lot on this show, which is why it makes it particularly unnerving when, you know, you see all of this like effusive positive people bending over backwards to like shower him with compliments. Right. um, Interview coverage. Like at least one person could have asked him a tough question like, Hey, you have been criticized for blank or, you know, the church of Scientology, which you are a, full-time completely integrated and large part of both you and your wife has come under incredible scrutiny since last we spoke. What say you, I mean, not even like a mm-hmm. a softball question about any of those things. It's literally just like, I loved you in Saturday night fever. Well, and
1: interestingly enough, Bradley, speaking of Saturday night fever, uh, John Travolta and Kelly Preston showed up at a pizzeria earlier this week Where there was a scene from Saturday Night Fever filmed, and that movie came out 41 years ago. But it's interesting the fact that they're bringing in that aspect of John Travolta's fame in order to sell this movie. I mean, they know that this movie stinks, yeah, but that they're all they can
0: do is like position it as it's the guy from Saturday Night Fever. Which, when Jimmy Fallon says his daughters dance to this thing, I'm like. Like, okay, they're the only ones because everyone else under the age of 40 probably has very little connection to John Travolta as a celebrity in terms of, you know, understanding anything about his career other than knowing his name.
1: Or that they know that he's a part of Greece. Because small children and and people under the age of 40 know Greece. But again, Bradley... That movie came out in nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah. That movie came out forty years ago. And it is disappointing. It is disappointing to watch. I I expect that from Jimmy Fallon. I was surprised the other day when Andy Cohen had Kelly Preston on his show on Watch What Happens Live. Which now, she
0: clearly wasn't gonna have John Travolta on. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they they threw her out. But why were you disappointed?
1: Well, disappointed in that Andy Cohen was playing along with this, too. And, and all sorts of people are just going along with it and not even asking anything of John Travolta and Kelly Preston. Like, they're the most uncontroversial in love couple in Hollywood.
0: Well, and literally, I imagine that this is how it went. They're like, you will absolutely not under any circumstances ask them questions about X, Y and Z. These are celebrities of a. Uh, of an ilk that no people are connected and can certainly determine what and when and where things are said. So, and I don't believe, I don't doubt for one moment that behind the scenes, their people are ruthlessly uh, enforcing, you know, um, whatever boundaries those two uh, would like to put out there which you always notice with those two it's so superficial the conversations but that that's they have. what I mean yeah. the
1: artifice we're smart enough the average person watching these interviews even if you haven't been following John Travolta's life carefully it's so manufactured and I don't think anyone is buying anything that John Travolta or Kelly Preston yeah. are selling speaking of yeah Gotti zero percent I don't think anyone's even buying a movie ticket to this darn movie.
0: All right, what's your uh, who's your d bag today?
1: Ooh, this was a, I had a change of heart, Bradley. I had a change of heart about my d bag. My d bag today is a lady d bag. She goes by the name of
0: Catherine Zeta Jones. What is Catherine Zeta Jones doing?
1: Oh, Bradley, she is sick of apologizing for being rich and gorgeous.
0: Um, excuse me, what?
1: Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones. She's talking to the UK tabloid The Mirror, and she said. One thing I'm not is humble anymore. I'm sick of being humble. So sorry I'm rich. So sorry I'm married to a movie star. So sorry I'm not so bad looking. She said, no sorries, enough. She said, all that is important to me is my work now.
0: Who is asking her to apologize for being beautiful? I don't know who these like who, people You should are. feel sorry for being beautiful, you beautiful lady. Yeah. You're so rich. You should be sorry. You're so rich. Who What is she really saying here, do you think?
1: I think that uh, I don't know what she's really trying to say, Bradley. Honestly, I don't think she said or here's what she goes on to say. She says, it's all good. I'm not going to be humble for that either, for the joys of her life, for her two beautiful kids and a healthy, happy husband, who is Michael Douglas. I also
0: think she misunderstands the word humility.
1: I don't think she knows the word humility. You don't have
0: to walk around like, I'm an ugly troll. No. Nobody's saying you should, you know, hide it under a bushel. No. You can let it shine. Just don't be a D-bag about it.
1: I think she's always been a D-bag about it, Bradley. I give you the evidence from 2003 where Catherine Zeta-Jones said, a million dollars isn't a lot of money for people like us. Uh, What? She also has boasted of collecting houses in the past. She said some people collect art or lots of money. People collect lots of money.
0: They do? This is from I would like to do that. I should start collecting money.
1: Yeah, you should. She said in two thousand nine, we, as in me herself and Michael Douglas, collect houses because if we have to look at something, we prefer the view. So, I think she was referring to some of these past quotes that she gave in the past where she sounded like a D bag. Well, okay. And now she's not apologizing for it anymore. She's like, I'm rich.
0: So, I do have to like, I do have to correct myself or check myself a little bit because I usually do say things like, I'm the celebrity that's not trying to be relatable. And while we're poking fun at her for being unrelatable. Relatable. That's what she is. Mm. I have said in the past and firmly believe in some capacity that I would like to be a celebrity who doesn't. um, Certainly you can be a human being, but I'm not pretending I'm like everybody else. I don't know that you need to run to the tabloids to scream those words. Yeah. But um, certainly I'm not going to I'm not going to be like Jennifer Lawrence and falling upstairs to seem relatable. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I hear so you. It's it's a tightrope. It's, t- uh, it's a balancing beam act. Of being a,
1: a humble celebrity and being yeah, a totally like you, outrageous you to celebrity. nice. That we want our... But you don't want... Yeah. You want your celebrities to be nice. But I'm
0: not going to be like Sally Field in Soap Dish and, uh, you know... Or was that... Yeah, it was Sally Field, right? In Soap Dish where she walks into the mall and she's, you know, like getting discovered and she would do that to just yes. sort of boost up her ego. I'm not doing that. Like, oh, I'm just here at the mall, you guys. No, I'm not going to a mall if I'm a celebrity. Unless you're, you know, paying me. For a
1: price. <laughs> I don't blame people
0: for, you know, embracing their celebrity. But sure. you certainly don't have to shame the rest of us for. Yes, you know, it's
1: not necessarily what she says, but it's how she says it. It's Catherine Ada jones You're nothing. Like me, you're nothing like Bradley Trainer, And we understand that. Yeah. And you can celebrate yourself, but just mm, be mindful. Yeah, like if I were in it.
0: my house that I had bought 50 of and I was like, you know, I collect houses like I collect artwork. I would tell it to my friends and then they would say, you're dumb. Shut up. And I'd be like, well, I got this house, so come at me, bro. Mm. And then we'd laugh. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then we'd go off and have a wonderful meal and maybe get in a boat somewhere and, you know,
1: and you count all the money that you've collected. Yeah.
0: I would collect islands. That's what I would do. What would you collect? Mm, I don't know. Okay, great story. <laughs> hey, when we come back, <laughs> it's time for the Throwback Live at 1.45. That's where we try to identify vintage sound clips as quickly as possible. My special guest today is Rocco. Find out who yells their name fastest when we come back for the Throwback Live at one forty-five. right here on MyTalk 107.1. I feel to Who's gonna win? Who's gonna yell the fastest? It's another episode of Throwback Live at 145 We're gonna get to some vintage sound clips in just a moment But before we do, let me take this moment And welcome you ladies back to the show Today with Holly Roberts It's the Colleen and Bradley show here on MyTalk 1071 uh, We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com Colleen Lindstrom is gone today, but she'll be back on Monday Which is why we have a celebrity guest Holly is uh, helping me today, as per usual, and doing a fabulous job, Holly. I love your outfit, by the way. You look great today.
1: Thank you. Your bribe (laughs) is underneath your desk.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's see the Throwback Live at 145. I feel the need, the need thirsty. Well, a a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. All righty then. It's Throwback throwback Live. live.
1: Oh, you betcha. Yeah. At 145.
0: Go ahead. Make my day.
1: Here's Holly Roberts. Oh, TGIF, it's time for Friday's edition of the Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 145. And today, playing for Colleen, it's Rocco. Hey. Hey, so Rocco, you know how the game's, game works. You buzz in by yelling out your name. Should I buzz in as Colleen or no, as just, me? Just do Rocco. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. You've,
0: been, you've been on the show long enough now that you're entitled to use your own name. Okay. Okay, good.
1: (laughs) He has co-hosted this very program.
0: The very program, Mm -hmm. and by the way, for those of you uh, not in the know, Rocco will be back all next week to play the throwback live at one forty-five. As I will be gone. Yes. I am almost willing to let you win today so that you will kick (laughs) butt all next week. Now,
1: while uh, Colleen is gone and while Bradley is gone next week, Rocco, you are still playing for points, meaning that we are still counting the total victory tally of the throwback live at 145. Currently, as it stands, Colleen has 34 points. Bradley has 33 Oh
0: Rocco, really? it's hard. I felt like when I last said, yeah, it, you, you were way ahead. Booty for me. I had a great start. It was a long run, but slowly but surely she picked away at it like a dirty, dirty scab. And now, uh, now she's winning by one. So help All me right. out, Rocco. Okay,
1: now it's time to put the band aid back on.
0: Okay, so let's do it. Let's do
1: it by playing oh, our God, first vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, Rocco. Mm. Please correctly identify this.
0: Bradley Trainer. Bradley, is that a current affair? It's
1: yes. Nice. Here is the rest of it. Nice, nice. Of course, a current oh, affair. The man, I love that show, tabloid show from the late '80s, Bill early O'Reilly, '90s, right? Bill O'Reilly and Maury Povich. Mm, oh yeah. Acted yeah. as co-hosts of No, Bill O'Reilly Inside Edition. Oh
0: yes. Okay. Sorry. How I could got we my... forget? Old white men mixed up. No, Rocco, right. I'm no, a little I, surprised, Mr. Sound Effect. I Well, the, the little whip sound hadn't played yet. That, oh. that would have been the tell for me, but I, th- we didn't get there. Good job.
1: Okay. No, that's okay. All right, wow. Bradley. You I'm ha- not used to playing
0: with people <laughs> who say things like, nice job.
1: <laughs> not, yeah, usually it's a little contentious yeah, in the we get studio. get a little rough. Get a little rough. Well, Bradley Trainer, you have one point. Rocco, you don't have any points yet, but it's anybody's game of the Throwback Live at 145. Here is your second vintage pop culture audio clip. Oh, yeah, I know this, too.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, there's a... It's like an 80s TV show, right? Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Is that... I feel like there's a, you know, a sax in there, so it's got to be maybe a uh, is it <laughs> it's not Jenny Jones so maybe it is um, dun, 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 dun. Ricky Lake uh, ah! Rocco I'll go with Kate and Ally. Uh, oh that was a good guess though that
1: was a fantastic guess Rocco but it was wrong actually this is the theme to At the Movies with Cisco. Uh, and oh my god <laughs> Chicagoland's very own movie reviewers. Two thumbs up, two thumbs down. I don't know. Hopefully they get into a fight. It's quite amusing.
0: Yeah.
1: My God, that was a throwback. Nobody got a point. Sorry, Rocco. Why are you apologizing? Oh, Look what I'm are you sorry. doing here, Bradley? You're apologizing for not for <laughs> well, him he's a guest. not yeah. getting he's a guess. Well, you're very polite. We'll move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley still has one point. Rocco has yet to score. Mm. Here is our third vintage pop culture audio clip.
0: Oh. Rocco, oh,
1: oh, Rocco, oh, oh, oh.
0: is it uh, David Letterman theme? Oh, so good!
1: Yeah, this is the theme to the Late Show with David Letterman on CBS. <laughs> good yeah. job, Rocco! Yeah, I'm My Rock first thought was out.
0: Arsenio Hall because again, it's that sax, uh,
1: that sassy sax. All right, one point each for Bradley oh, and no. Rocco. Now moving on. <laughs> moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, Rocco, what is this?
0: My fellow Americans. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Gerald Ford. Our long uh, national nightmare is over. Wow.
1: Our
0: long national
1: <laughs> nightmare is over. All right. <laughs> <If> only. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Bradley, Sorry. <laughs> All right, you have two me. points, Bradley. Congratulations, Rocco. You need All to right, guess this one this. correctly. Come on, you can because do it, Rocco. Okay. you need to tie up the game. So we're going to move on to our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, Rocco, what is this? We do chicken
0: right. Bradley Trainer, Bradley. We do chicken right. That's got to be um that. Is going to be uh, what's the what's the name with the chicken? We do chicken right, so it's got to be the chicken people. Is it, is it? Is it? We do chicken right. Woo, chicken people. It's not KFC. So, is it KFC? Oh, it's KFC. <laughs>
1: Why was that so
0: hard, Rocco? Yes,
1: the chicken people, Kentucky Fried Chicken, that was their The whole time I was
0: like, it's KFC, but it can't be KFC because we do chicken, I don't know. Can we listen to it again?
1: Yes, we can listen to that one more time. We do
0: chicken right. Wow. Huh. What was the first part? Kentucky Fried Chicken. chicken.
1: We do chicken right.
0: Because for some reason I had like... Some chicken Yeah uh, there really isn't another chicken purdue Purdue or something. No, I don't
1: Kenny Rogers roasters. No. That wasn't it. But Bradley, congratulations, you won today. Oh I'm
0: sorry. He's not sorry. Can I give give my gift to Rocco?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Bradley, you can give your prize to Rocco. Congratulations, Rocco. You just got yourself a year supply of spam. Oh look, you
0: like spam, right? Yeah. So all right. So is it 34 34? It's is it- 34 34. Yes. So all the pressure's on you to, okay. to bring it home all next week. I'll Rocco's going to be uh, doing the throwback live at one forty five. And thanks to him again. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to talk about some wild creatures in Minnesota that are making headlines. We'll talk about them when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.